0: Welcome everybody to episode 27 of Legions Cast. All right, we're back. Me and Jeremy Gerard, me being Lord Stephen Bishotti. We're uh, we're back for another fun-filled adventure in uh, in Mythos. Jeremy, how you doing?
1: I'm doing very well, Lord Stephen. Thank you for having me
0: oh no you know it's my pleasure i love having you you're the you're the you're you're the you're the man when it comes to 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 mythic legions uh entertainment um uh content you're 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 at the center of it all you're that you're like the 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 little pinnacle in the middle of the the wagon wheel and all the spokes kind of come off of you
1: oh well that's very nice of you to say (laughs) I, i i'm happy to be doing this tonight i had to uh take my normal wednesday show off this week so i i was itching to fill some time with uh some legions content so legions cast came through
0: heck yeah it did and i'm uh yeah me too i was i'm really excited i gotta tell you i this last week uh legions con has began to start to feel real to me um (laughs) for so long it's been so far off and it's kind of been in the in the you know I thought been off in the distance it's 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 the sunset you can never really reach out and touch and now i feel like the heat is it's it's burning my face for getting so close
1: oh i agree completely i mean it's crazy to think how long ago we we started planning this you know i mean obviously after last year's legions con last november we started talking about, okay, well, what does 2021 look like? But that was a point where everything was still so, so much up in the air that we had no idea what we were going to be able to do or not do. Um, But I think that once we got to, I would say probably March this year, we started really, really planning things in earnest. Um, And it was actually the end of May, May 26th. Was when we posted on Source Horseman um, about Mythic Weekend 2021. Because by that point, we knew we were going to be able to do it live. Um, you know, obviously, we had had the, the big May Toy Con show. So we wanted, after the May Toy Con show was done, we wanted to announce to everybody kind of that like save the date type thing that Mythic Weekend was November you know, 12th through 14th, the combination of GCon, ToyCon, New Jersey, and of course culminating in Legion's Con 2021. So all the way back in May, and and you're right, back then it seemed like so far away. And even though we've been doing so much planning between then and now, the fact that we are just over three weeks away is it totally blowing my mind.
0: Yeah, I... I... I'm so excited to meet the people, or a lot of the people that that we 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 see uh, almost daily in on on, on uh, social media. Um, a lot of the people I have uh, many I have you know have had and continue almost daily. There's some people that I have uh, uh, conversations with, and I've, I've, I, it's gonna be just it's gonna be amazing to you know sit next to them so close that I can smell them
1: yeah yeah and and for you i have to also imagine because you know you've brought so many new fans to to mythos um but there's got to be a number of people that were introduced to mythic legions through the my wife is going to kill me podcast that you've known even before they were in the cabal that you may never have had a chance to meet in person now you're going to get to meet them at this show
0: a funny story uh a lot of people will know have seen you know you know Anthony house Hous- Hous- seal, yeah, I remember was... Anthony house seal back in the day, and he was totally just into uh the boss fight studio um, yep. Vitruvian hacks, right yeah he was into that and and he was like i you know I would, I would talk to him and, and message back and forth and he would be like, You know the mythic stuff is pretty cool.' But, you know, I'll never get out of this scale and the Truvian hacks. I love these guys. Boss fight all the way. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, I was getting to the point where I was like, all right, I'm going to send you a Mythic Legions figure. I'm going to send one okay. to the mail, in the mail, and it's a freebie. Um, and if you don't fall in love, I'm never going to speak to you again. And... um <laughs> i didn't get that far because they actually had one of these uh these these toy i don't know which one it might be it might have been the new jersey show i don't remember that he went there and he he bought himself one straight from the horseman i believe and um and he was still like he come home and he's like these are cool but they're never going to pull me away from my my four inch blah 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 and as you probably know now he is um He's 3D printing his own parts for these things. Oh, yeah. He's got Great his own part. collection. He's he was a he was a he was a moderator at Legions Con last year. Yeah. He was, yeah, virtual. Yeah, so um, yeah, he's full on. He's full on,
1: gotten the the Legions bug de- definitely, and that and that is what happens. I mean, the amount of people that you introduce, I mean, you 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 almost feel like a pusher because you introduce them to this and it's something we love so much and we want to share that but we there's got to be you know part of us that realizes that when we introduce someone to this line we are doing some damage to their
0: finances (laughs) so true how many this just this is an opinion question how what do you think the percentage is or i should say do you think the percentage is lower among mythic legions collector of people that actually just keep these mint on card because I don't know what the point is. on card for legions doesn't compute for me.
1: I think there are some, I I think there are some that do both. There are some that, you know, like to keep them on card and, and like tack them to the wall, but also open, if not all, at least some of them. Um, I think by and large, uh, look, the, the customizing community is obviously a huge part of legions. You and I are both heavily involved in that. Um, you can't customize them when they're in the box. So I think it is very fair to say that the vast majority of these figures are removed from their plastic prisons.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I almost feel sorry for people that that don't open them because I'm like you you don't don't know the power. As Vader said. Yeah. Until you mean... get them out and you start messing around with them.
1: Everyone is going to collect their own way. I can appreciate that, but I, I mean, I've been a loose collector for so long. So I, I clearly have a bias when it comes to that. Um, I definitely think that you can't appreciate A lot of people have said that legions are like what do they call them, like hand candy or something. Mm. Um, they're fun to pose. They're fun to play with. Uh, you're not going to get that in a package. So, but again, I, most of the people I know that have mint on card collections do also open at least their favorites. They're not like I don't open any. So, I, this I don't know off the top of my head. I can't think of any one collector that is only mint on card that I know.
0: Yeah. Right. So, another question I have for you. Uh, we all know, you know, you're behind you and you and uh, Lord Vitteris are behind uh, Legions Con and everything else, and, and, and you're the one that's, you know, you've got your 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 hands right in the middle of all this. But personally, as an attendee and an exhibitor there, what what kinds of stuff are you going to have on your table?
1: Uh, I will have some stuff for sale this time. It's going to be a variety. I'll have a handful of full custom figures available. Um, I'll have a rack of painted heads that honestly is going to include some like B grade heads that I'm going to be blowing out at a cheaper price. Um, The reality is I do so much painting for like Legion shop for Wolf King customs that there are times where something goes wrong. Either a paint application doesn't go on. Right. Um, you know, uh, maybe a a base coat of spray paint came out too blocky. Um, there have been times where I've dropped something and I break a tip of a horn off. I refuse to sell those. I won't glue the bat together and try to pass it off. I refuse to sell them. Um, so I have them. So I don't want to, it's hard to sell those online um so I'm, i have them i'm going to bring them with me i'll put them on my table so i'll have some of that stuff but my table personally will be mostly stuff to display um there will be a legion shop table that will have obviously a ton of stuff legion shop is a you know business so it'll have a ton of stuff there but at the mythic customs table it will be for the most part a number of my custom that are there more for just uh, exhibition rather than sale
0: nice you're gonna have you're gonna have the jeremy uh gerard museum at your table and it's gonna be i
1: am and you're you've got a table as well what are you gonna have set up steve
0: uh, i'm gonna have pictures of me um that people can uh they can get i'll i'll, I'll autograph them um and basically that's it i mean it's just gonna be all about me so are you going to allow people to take pictures with you for a small cost? cost yes. nice but it'll be affordable you know it'll be you know going raid at like comic cons if you were to meet like william shatner or something you know just like that so no i'm kidding obviously no i'm gonna have uh i'm just gonna have some some painted parts uh i'll have a rack of heads i'll have uh, who knows what else and uh obviously um most of it is going to be all wolf king stuff um a lot of the stuff that i've had a hand in creating Few things that I probably haven't. A few things I bought that I just was like I gotta have well like especially in the early days. Like I bought like twenty of those. Remember the first um Ogre or Ogre scale um head that emil did, the big mean oh, yeah. ogre. I loved oh. that I still love that thing. And yeah. I bought like twenty of those. So yeah. um I, I don't need twenty. Um so.
1: yeah. <laughs> those um, haven't been out in a while though. Those are those are a good one to have extras of right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I have a few of those, and uh, just 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 stuff. And, and what I'm what I'm really liking about this right now is, um, yeah, it's been over a year now. I think I've been painting for Wolf with Wolf King, and when you do that, you know, you paint something a certain way, and you um, advertise it. You say this is what you're going to get if you buy it from me, and then you're you're kind of you know you're kind of bound to that you know so because that's when people put their money for that's what they're expecting to get and uh so as fun as that is it takes a lot of the creativity about it every every believer head i do has blue eyes you know what i mean so you know y'all they all have the same hair color so now i'm having fun because now it's like i can just do what i want and have fun with it somebody's there if they want it they want it if they don't want it they don't buy it nobody's disappointed because they're, they're not, you know, they're balanced. So I can do things that are uh, kind of freeing and just mess around and just, oh, this looks cool. I like it. Maybe that's a one-on-one and I throw it on the rack, and, 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 and if somebody likes it, they like it. And that's a lot of fun.
1: So, Stephen, when you say rack, are you going to display them on something like
0: this? Exactly that.
1: So for those at home who can't see us on video, this is one of the – i think it's like a thread spool rack yeah um you've seen lots and lots of customizers using them what do you think the over under is for how many of those racks are in the building for legion's gun
0: (laughs) Uh, well well i've heard some crazy things like i think didn't 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 nikki just share that she's gonna have like 150 heads or something
1: she said 120 which is two racks because there's 60 per rack
0: okay two racks and i think 120 is a lot when i heard her I, say 120 i was like dang um so god how many people are there that are going to be selling heads i would say there's going to probably be 20 racks
1: yeah i was going to say about 25 yeah
0: i'm hoping bring, to have one full
1: i'm bringing five
0: you're bringing five of them
1: three three of them are for legion's shop because okay. we're going to display both the unpainted and the painted heads it's a great way to display the product so okay. there's gonna be like three of those spool racks just okay. at the legion shop table. so you're so.
0: personally not painting five racks of heads
1: No, I will probably have one of my own um, three at the shop table and I bought an extra one just in case. So I had an extra one, so I'll I'll probably bring it in case. Nice. But yeah, I am, I'm super excited. I mean, you know, obviously everyone can go to legionscon.com. They can check out the guest list that we have there. Um, It's, you know, we worked really hard, Stephen, to, to, get a mix of exhibitors you know we've got i mean a lot of customizers you know this legions con really started as a showcase for the mythic legions customizing community so that remains an important part of what we're doing so there are customizers there are also you know 3d you know artists like emil wickman obviously emil is a customizer as well um there are 3D printers there that are going to be selling stuff. There's, you know, retailers that are going to be there selling a variety of products. You know, uh, what is it? Uh, Retro rags, Motu Joe's going to be there. You know, they recently signed a, a licensing agreement to sell Mythic Legion's, you know, branded shirts. They sold them at PowerCon. They're going to be there selling a whole variety of cool things. Uh, you know, there's, a, like, again, a handful of different You know, pure retailers. They're there. A number of different artists. You know, Nate Barge, Trevor Williams. I mean, it's it's a pretty incredible. As a fan looking at that guest list, I'm super excited just from the fan level because there's a ton of people on the list that I've never met in person. That I'm thrilled just to see what they have on display.
0: And I'm I'm right there with you. I I'm more excited about um uh meeting some of these painters and, and actually getting some parts from them um yeah. i'm going to do some shopping at other you know people's tables and you know there's a lot of them out there that <clears throat> you know they're great painters and i don't have a piece in my collection from them and i would like to have one um so agree uh, that, that's going to be just as fun as as uh, me sitting there trying to hawk my wares as well
1: agreed agreed I'm. Um...
0: You know, one of the things I'm
1: looking forward to as well, because let's be honest, Legion's Con Sunday is going to be insanity. Meet Jabs' insanity. Um, It's going to be incredibly busy. We are working. I mean, that's, even though we're fans, we are going to be working that day. We're going to be behind our tables, you know, meeting what I hope is a steady flow of fans throughout the day. So I'm, as much as I'm looking forward to Sunday, Legion's Con, the way we set everything up, you know, with it being, because this is kind of a sister show to toy con at this point, it's in the same building ToyCon New Jersey happens Saturday and Sunday. Whereas legions con exhibit airs are only on Sunday. So people that are coming to New Jersey, if they want both days, they can go to toy con on Saturday. There's actually a combo pass. It's literally 25 bucks. For 25 bucks, you can get into technically both days of Toy-Con and Legion's Con. Toy-Con itself, like, you guys have a lot of shows where you're out in Michigan. I'm genuinely curious for you guys to see Toy-Con and tell me how it compares to some of the shows that you guys are used to. Because um, for me, I think the show is amazing. I absolutely love Toy-Con. Um, but I'm looking forward to it being a good day as well as it being a more casual day for us to all hang out and meet everybody that is i'm not going to be behind a table the whole day so that is going to be the day that i'm going to genuinely get to mingle with other exhibitors who are going to be stuck behind their tables on sunday as well um that i'm i'm super excited for me too uh the whole thing this
0: the whole like I said, you know, we're driving out there. Personally, I know you're not doing this because you live a little closer, but I got a 12-hour drive with some buddies that I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to thoroughly enjoy, um, I hope. I mean, Pete's there, so I might get a little angry, but um, I'll try to keep it together. And uh, But, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's it's just a monster event coming for me um, for a multitude of days. I mean, we we start traveling on Thursday. We're not, we'll be... Coming home on Monday, hopefully we won't hate each other by the time we're coming home on Monday. I doubt we will.
1: Um, You're going to all be high on legions. Because we're talking about how excited we are. And you realize that everything we're talking about, we haven't even talked about G-Con on Friday. No. Like, holy crap. Like, G-Con is going to blow us away. Absolutely blow us away. Um you know, I've gotten a chance to see some of the stuff that the the studio has brewing and it is absolutely mind blowing. It is going to just get people so incredibly excited. We're we're sitting here talking about Toy Con and Legion's Con and seeing everybody and, and it's it, it's just amazing that that alone would be a truly mythic weekend but in in true four horseman studios fashion that is not enough we are also going to do all this other crazy cool stuff and it, it's whew, i absolutely cannot wait steven
0: yeah if uh, if you haven't decided to go if you haven't made that decision um and we haven't you know at least made you feel like if we haven't instilled a little bit of fear of missing out, then we, we didn't do a good job today.
1: I will tell people that, you know, keep your eyes focused on, you know, the cabal and source Horseman in the coming week. We're going to be posting a full schedule of mythic weekend. So everyone knows what to expect. Um, we will also, I have some tips for people. I mean, some just things that I think that they might want to know, um, ways that they can best enjoy the weekend. So I, I think everyone can stay tuned for that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're doing our best here. We, we don't 100% know what to expect. Um, our plans are that, you know, this is the space that we have, the capacity we have is about four times larger, four times more capacity than what we had our first year at Legion's Con obviously last year was virtual um we're hoping that we can grow this next year to be its own thing where we can do you know a true like couple day con you know everything that we have in mind um but we got to get through this year first and again so much cool stuff to be excited for um there's going to be some lines that that's going to happen you know we can only get so many people in at any given time, you know, got to file in, but it's a big space. We can fit quite a few people in there. So hopefully we'll be able to get everybody in there as quickly as possible so they can enjoy the exhibits.
0: Sounds great.
1: What else you want to talk about tonight, Stephen?
0: Well, we got, you got some, you got news. We got to talk about. You're going to bring the news.
1: So you want me to bring the news? Okay. So, stuff going on i didn't get to do news this week because like i said i skipped my show i skipped the conversations this week so i mean the huge huge news is obviously the pre-order period at storehorseman.com for cars cosmic legions um book one is wrapping up this week sunday night november uh, october 24th at 11 p.m eastern time The pre-sale, the pre-order period ends at Store Horseman. So please do not be that person that posts on the cabal at, you know, 1230. Oh, I missed it. It's been going on for literally six weeks. The amount of messages of people saying, last chance, don't miss out. There's no excuse to say you didn't know the end was coming. The end is near. Now is the time to back it. Now, obviously, Cosmic Legions will be available after this period from a number of retailers. You pay a little bit more through those retailers. That definitely works for some people. Um, A lot of retailers require little to no deposit up front. That works for a lot of people, but you do pay a little bit more for that. So decide what's right for you, but just don't miss out because you weren't aware the end was coming, um, and on top of that, Stephen, I'm sure you saw this week. You know, most companies would glide into that final week quietly, saying like, "Okay, you know, we've done what we can do. Let's let's wrap this up." Not for Horseman Studios. We enter the final week of the sale, and it's like three bombshell reveals, three new heads, one for each one of the Legion builders in the wave. Talk about adding value each one of those $25 Legion builders now comes with an additional fully painted head.
0: Did you check out? Did you see the, the three drops for those? I did. And uh, they are super fun and super cool. And, and yeah, they're, they're, they're like you said, they, they totally just added value because it's like, yeah, we, you've got options now. And, you know, I mean, if they add one head to one, then they're add, they're adding options to everyone because everything's swappable and you know so it's just it's just a lot more fun. It's it's a lot more fun. It's stuff you can paint differently if you want, or stuff you can leave the way it is, and just mix and match. Either way, it's fun and and we're all making out like fat rats at twenty five dollars not a, a figure in my opinion.
1: So crazy little kind of fun story. The first one they revealed that kind of like pinkish purplish head, um, almost like a hammerhead looking type character has got, you know, wide eyes um, that comes with the Tusk science officer. Uh, that was one of the heads that Eric Treadway sculpted during a kind of like live Z brush sculpting session at intern for a day, a couple years ago <laughs> four years ago now. Um, That intern for a day, they broke the group up into three separate groups, right? And they did a tour, like Eric did a sculpting demo, Sherry talked about painting, Bill showed everybody how to do like pressure molding. There's all these different things they did. Um, So Eric did three different sculpting sessions. He sculpted three different aliens. That particular head was one of the ones he sculpted. And it just happens to be the one that he sculpted in the session I was in. So that was that was my first experience going to the studio. I saw him sculpt that live. so to see it come full circle and now be available on a figure is is pretty freaking cool.
0: You're like a, you're like a mythic legion prophet.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't know it was going to come out back then, but
0: no, but, but I really think, but I think Eric did i think eric was like you know what whatever i do that guy that guy over there with the good looking beard and and the the nice smile and looks like he likes to put together lbcs that guy is going to work for us someday he's going to work with us and he's going to have his name on our box and i'm going to make sure that i sculpt gold because he's in the audience
1: he did it is super cool and i mean again that's really neat um You know, there was there's clearly been a little bit of confusion because I did see some people thinking that these were like one per order. These are literally extra heads that are packed in every single one of the Legion builders. The only parts that are one per order are the skull, that gold skull head, which is the relic of the last Cronin and the cosmic coin or the cosmic key that that first unlock. Um, that skull head and that gold coin, those are going to be free gifts, one per order. So that was some confusion as well. People were like, well, what if I get multiple orders to the same address? Literally one per order. If you have a unique order number, you will get one of each of those gifts. You'll get one skull and one coin in the box. So people that have placed multiple orders throughout this period, every individual order they placed will include one each of those gifts but the extra head for slog the extra head for Zeri, and all three of these extra heads they're packed in with the figures so even the figures that are ordered from retailers after this pre-order period yeah. they will include these as well
0: yeah. Gift the gift that keeps on giving forever from now you get yourself a slog you're going to get both those heads
1: and with these particular heads You know, Slog and Ziri are alternate looks for that, that character. That's super cool. Love that. But these three heads are super unique. They also give us brand new pieces of the library that they can remix and use in other ways.
0: Sure. It's typical Legion's fashion, just like they've done so many times in in Mythic Legions, the same sort of thing where, you know, like look at the... The, uh, the elf builder, you know, it can't, how many, how many, is that that comes with three different heads, doesn't it? Yep, three heads. You know, and those heads have been used yep. on other figures and different paint schemes and everything else, you know, it's just, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, the fully
1: helmeted one has been used for both males and females because it is, it's not gender specific. Um, It's been used for elves, shadow elves, vampires, so it's, yeah, I mean, just the right paint job, and it's got a lot of flexibility. And that's that's one of the things that I think is super cool. As a customizer, I've got ideas of how I can remix these parts. But I always love when I see those the studio actually come up with ingenious ways to get some extra miles out of these pieces. I've long said that the best customizers in the Legion's community are Four Horsemen Studios because they do some amazing things. Agreed. Agreed. So, Sunday, that's the end. Um, again, they'll be available from retailers, but if you want them at the lowest price possible, uh, as part of the priority, you want to guarantee yourself that you get them. You don't want to have to fight through a possible in-stock sale. Now is the period. Get in there, storehorseman.com, place your orders for Cosmic Legions, Volcatar book one.
0: I'm going to for sure. Um, yeah. So what else you got?
1: So I had a question for you. I thought this would be a lot of fun. The, the two pack that came out with the mythic legions tactics campaign, right? That had the second versions of two major characters, Attila, Leosier and Gorgo Aetherblade. Um, absolutely love those figures you know i said before that because this line has so much so much parts reuse you're almost forced especially in those early days those are both you know 1.0 figures from that, that first wave you kind of have to sculpt things that are going to have a bit uh, flexibility you can use them in lots of ways it's harder to sculpt parts that are super character specific um to me attila and gorgo the secondary versions really look like what can be done when they say, you know what, I'm going to sculpt something. Not that they won't be reused for other figures, but that is just perfect for this character. Those those kind of lion pauldrons for Attila, some of the armor on the new Gorgo, it, is, it works so well. And it made me think about what other characters I would love to see get that treatment. That I don't want to say 2.0 treatment because I know people get confused with the 1.0 body style, 2.0 body style, but the secondary versions of figures. We've also seen it with Baron Volagar, we've seen it with Artemis Silvercord. That I think is good. So, Stephen, if you had to pick three figures from the existing Mythic Legions catalog that you would like to see them go back to the drawing board and release a second updated version of, who would they be? And I can imagine that all the ones you're going to pick are barbarian-like half-naked men.
0: That's a good good guess. I will tell you that one of them definitely will be. And I'll I'll tell you that one right now. And uh, I think there's a lot of people that would want this one, and I think that he'd be pretty high on a lot of lists, but i would like to see atlas i knew it um i'd like to see atlas and i'd like to see like a version of him armored up like you know he's 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 kind of running around naked he looks like a hippie to me um first thing i did when i got the 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 foot pack was put bare feet on him because he looks like a guy to be running around he should be barefoot um and i would like to see him in full armor maybe his maybe his hair pulled back in a ponytail um uh, this may maybe even a version of him before he was cast out, uh, when he was supposed to be like, he, at one point he was with his, in the army of, uh, uh, help me out here, Leodiceus.
1: Leodiceus. Yeah. Yes. He, he was the rightful ruler yes. of the army of Leodiceus. He stepped down making space for his brother, um, you know, Attila to step up.
0: Yeah. So I think it'd be really cool to see maybe that version of him. Um, and and you know because i i always picture in my head that he was probably uh towing the line being a little bit straight laced and then when he left he was like nah peace love man i'm gonna go barefoot and have my chest out and and uh <laughs> still be still be tough as nails but um but you know go pick some daisies too
1: okay go ahead. <laughs> so uh you want to do this like 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 one-to-one oh yeah i, I don't
0: want to i want to i want to get you to stimulate my brain a little bit here so i want right. to hear from you so i feel like you
1: just gave us a softball there that was pretty obvious that you were going to pick yep. Attila. so i'm going to give you my softball obvious one um and that would be scapular the quick breaker <laughs> um obviously i'm a huge Sunder the red star are my faction love that faction all the way um scapular is just a wonderful figure as is i know a lot of fans would love to see another reissue of him because he's already been reissued once he was part of that initial all-stars wave but i'd love to see a new version a new take on that character um you know the fact that he leads this faction of mercenaries and cutthroats that you know his bio talks about him you know, having, having a, a life, an opulent life of greed and depravity. Those are all fun, fun things. So I'd love to see a d- different take on Scapular the Crit Breaker.
0: What direction do you think you'd like to see him, them go with him? Uh, you know, the one they have feels more
1: like how he would be out on the field of battle, um, I'd like to see more kind of like, like the version of Scapular when he's chilling at like Red Star Central, and <laughs> he's just kind of maxing and relaxing, and he wants to he wants to like kind of impose people like feel imposing to people like if someone comes there to hire the Sons of the Red Star, you know I can imagine him having his you know, his seat of power kind of a little higher than everybody else to, to kind of, you know, make himself have that, that, that position of power over them. Um, So I'd like to see him like that. Just, just kind of, I don't know, like how he is outside of the battlefield. Like he lives a life of greed and opulence and everything. Well, show me that show me this like skeleton you know, mercenary master that is was blinged out and living living the life of luxury.
0: Gotcha. That sounds like fun.
1: <laughs> I want to see like the 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 MTV Cribs version of Scapula the crypt Breaker.
0: Ah, nice. All right, I got one. I don't think you'll you'll see coming. Okay. I want to see the Noble Bear version of juno okay okay
1: maybe maybe... so before before she defected
0: yeah i want to see you want to see uh i guess i guess i'm doing a prequel theme but um no i think that that would be fun i think that that, that's a cool storyline that she left the good guys to go to the bad guys and and what did that did that look like and uh you know did she did she go all Tila and shave the side of her head after she left, or was she rocking that before? Um, maybe she was she was a little bit more um, not so punk before. I don't know. I think that could be fun. Okay.
1: Yeah. So you so you're thinking that her current hairstyle and you can that stuff on her face. Do you think it's do you do you in your canon? Do you use it as face paint or tattoo?
0: It looks like face paint to me because it's so bright.
1: Yeah, I I can go with that. Face tattoos also freak me out, so. (laughs) (laughs) And that's bright because I have a fair number of tattoos, and having them near my face, the needles near my face, would scare the hell out of me, so.
0: Yeah, I... Okay, I got one for you. Okay.
1: I got one for you. Hagnon pre-death.
0: I thought of that. I was like, that was like, that might've been my third one.
1: So Hagnon, you know, his storyline and I'm reading the bio here, you know, Travis, sorry in your absence, I have to, uh, I'll fill these, these shoes. Um, Once a proud soldier in the order of Etheron, Hagnon led a legendary campaign that led to one of the congregation of Necronomis's greatest defeats. Later hunted and captured by the treacherous brother Mandibulus, he was brought to the unforgiving Morgolith for his final reckoning. So, that period before he was killed, like, I'd like to see what that looks like.
0: That would be fun. Yeah, that would be cool. I like it. Oh, well, that leaves me with one i hate i hate this I, I i don't like this pick just because it goes back to the sons of red star and you've already done one for the sons of the other red star but i'm gonna do it anyway um i think it'd be cool to see uh, Yeah. i i like that figure that was that was might be the one of the biggest sleepers in the, in in all for me personally i was not excited about Viteras um right. when i saw his, pictures of him and then when i got the figure in hand now I'm, I am, I'm very much sold, and I love the idea of the rich guy that hangs out with a bunch of skeletons. It's just, you know, the Sons of the Red Star are, you know, there's some skeletons, and, you know, we've got um, whatever uh, the Slitherer is. But, uh, uh, but, but, you know, just to have this rich guy, <laughs> that I want to see a blinged version of him. I want him to see, I want his armor to be so jazzed up and so ornate and so beautiful that it would be stupid to take it in battle. Like, he just walks around in this thing just to brag. Just overdone pauldrons, just ridiculously just (laughs) blinged. So,
1: so my my scapular version 2 and your Viteris version 2 are basically just going to be competing for who can be more opulent and over-the-top?
0: <laughs> I guess they would. But I think Viteris would would outdo him because I just think he's got the personality. He's like, you know... like.
1: So, this is totally ridiculous, but have you seen the recent commercials for Grubhub with Elton John. And uh, is it, I, I don't even know who the rapper's name is. Do you know what I'm talking about? I
0: haven't seen it, but it's already making me laugh. Just thinking about, cause you say Elton John and I think of <laughs> bling and big giant glasses. And I'm like, how would that translate to Vitera's? <laughs> who,
1: who's, who's the rapper that I think it was old country road. that did that. I, who did that song? I only I don't know any rappers. Well, little Little Nas X. Looks <laughs> so, so obviously you know Elton John, very very flamboyant dresser, he dresses in, you know, stage costumes that are really intentionally over the top and ridiculous. Yeah. Um Little Nas does the same thing. So the commercials for Grubhub, it's like the two of them ordering ridiculous food dressed ludicrous like absolutely ridiculous they're really funny commercials but part of what's funny about them is the fact that they're both so over the top dressed and they don't acknowledge that like they just like they might go like you look very nice tonight and he's like oh you do too I can imagine like Vicaris and Scapular doing that same thing like coming in just so over the top but just not even acknowledging how ridiculous it is and they're just kind of competing with each other to yeah be, to be the big dog of the sons of the Red Star.
0: yeah, I can see those two. I mean, I, in my canon, those two they're on the, they're both parts of the sons of the Red Star, but they they probably clash a little bit. They probably compete a little bit.
1: Well, that's part of Vatiers's bio is that he is literally he they actually his bio says that he's a loose affiliate. Yeah. of the sons of the red star and that he is secretly plotting to overthrow scapular to take the sons of the red star under his own deadly wing, which makes you wonder like the scapular know that's going on. Is this one of those keep your friends close, but your enemies closer type type situations, or is he clueless of this? And is Lord Vatiris really scheming and, and coming up with a plot to take him down
0: so those two need to be the t- they need to be a two-pack okay they need to be a two-pack and it's called the mutiny two-pack and it's based on um, scapula's uh, tr- uh bid to to usurp uh not scapula's Vaterius's bid to usurp scapula and overthrow him and uh that's what it's all about and and they could both be in ridiculously lavish outfits
1: Love it. I love it. So I'm going to give you my my third one. And this is a tough one because I want to choose a character. Like, I love Grisha, so I would love to see another version of Grisha just because I like the character. Um, but the one I'm going to choose is one that I really think needs a second version, and that is Joran Shaper, the magic user dwarf from the first series. And the reason... I'm choosing him is because I always felt like Joran was kind of the product of the library of parts that were available at the time. Um, While I have no problem with a magic user having heavy armor on, you know, especially a dwarven magic user going out there into, uh, you know, battle or, you know, some kind of quest. I think that works. However, he's a magic user he's he's a you know a you know wizard type character there's got to be periods where he's studying where he's in you know a safe area where he doesn't have to be all armored up um i would love to see that character not with all the plate armor on but more kind of like the 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 learned wizened kind of version of joran rune shaper that could
0: be really, fun. Could be really fun really fun It's interesting,
1: Stephen, because looking at the six characters we just chose, what's interesting is, even though we chose characters that we like, you know, I know you like Atlas, I know you like Juno, we actually chose, we we went to the actual storylines, you know, we actually said, hey, the story mentions this, I'd like to see that. So it's interesting when people say that, you know, there's not much of a cohesive story for Mythic Legions, that one of the great things is that you can do whatever you want with them. Well, that's totally true, it's interesting that a couple of super fans like you and I, when asked what we would like to see, we went right to the stories that they've created and used those stories as the springboard for what we want to see.
0: Oh, yeah. And those stories, they, they, they do... I mean, if, if you if anybody takes the time to read them, I mean, I, I know I know a lot of people do. I know there's probably some people that never do, but um, they 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 really do give you some food for thought. I mean, when I see uh, when I see Juno on my shelf, I look at her and I go, okay, as she is right now, she could fit in with the Sons of the Noble Bear. You know, just yep. the way she looks. She looks like she could yep. be on that shelf right next to all those characters and everything yep. else. And I look at her, and I've got her posed up with her. I've got her with the, I got her with the bad guys, and I'm like, oh, man, I want to know what happened. You know, was she, like, dating Atlas, and they had, like, a falling out, and, you know? No. Huh?
1: Atlas was her, like, surrogate
0: father. Oh, I must have missed that. Not <laughs> that you say it,
1: yeah, so I'm going to read it now I have to remember. <laughs> uh, so she was a member of his army. When she was a young child, her family joined Atlas the Conqueror and his band of outsiders. So she was much younger. Yeah. Um, her parents were killed in a skirmish with Scapular and the Sons of the Red Star. She blamed Atlas even though he tried to care for her after her loss, the loss of her parents. Um, she ended up leaving the army in search of a new home for her hatred and anger. And then Gorgo actually pulled her from a horde of evil skeleton soldiers and that's how she became part of Legion of Air there. Man. look at I mean, just right there, that one bio, we get it alludes to a fight between Atlas, the Noble Bear Clan and the scapular in the red suns, her family's killed. Atlas tries to care for her as a surrogate. She decides to leave, go off on her own. At some point she gets into some kind of a mix with a bunch of evil skeletons. And then Gorgo comes and saves her. It's like, what the hell is Gorgo doing around there? Is he just riding through? It's like, Oh, look at this. Look at her. She's getting time. I'm going to go and be the hero today. Um, Like right There, there's multiple awesome scenes that are just alluded to in that one bio.
0: There is, and I do want to point out that there is no blood relation between her and and Atlas, so it's you know it's still on the table, right? It 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 is. I mean, I mean, there's the a lot. Different. I see a lot of videos that are like that where, um, you know, they're you know they're stepsons and stuff. We just cast. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of step-siblings and stuff in a lot, and all, all you know, like Netflix and everywhere else, you know?
1: Fair enough, Steven. It,
0: it is, it is
1: possible. However, in the bio that we've gotten so far, I don't believe that was the type of relationship they had.
0: Yeah, you're probably right but man that would be something wouldn't it <laughs>
1: you did just say something about so you you display based on faction because you mentioned you'd like to put her with the barbarian characters with the noble bear um are you strictly faction focused when you display
0: pretty close pretty close right now i think that you know um yeah i pay attention to it a lot actually and 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 every now and then i god it seems like i moved a figure the other day and i put him on the wrong wrong faction and i was like i think i'm just gonna leave that there but i might go back and change it at some point um no and i think that's fun it, it helps me um it helps me put characters together i enjoy the stories that they've that they've written i think it's neat so and i think it's fun so um, having them grouped together on a shelf kind of reminds me of where people belong in that whole story and i I find that fun
1: i do like that i because i have so many customs i've always displayed with my own canon in mind i mean the skeletons are a perfect example you know in my collection i actually have two scapular and they are standard they're like guards Like, I have Morgulith as my skeleton queen. I have another skeleton that's kind of a a kitbash LBC. That's my king. And then I have a scapular on either side of their their thrones that act as guards. Um, So not only do I mix factions like I just did there, I also have Juno with my barbarians. Um, But I tend to display... Very much based on my own kind of head cannon. Um but I've been I've been thinking about changing that around lately, especially as we start seeing some of these factions get fleshed out more. Because that was the thing that was tough at first. Like, I mean, I just mentioned Joran Rune Shaper and Scapular. The first wave had one member of the Council, uh, the, the Basilia group, and one member of the Red Stars. You know, yeah. so you know, I mean you had to put Joran with the other dwarves. Yeah. Um and I think I just started by grouping them based more on race than I did on faction, and I've never gone back. But it's something I've been thinking of lately of doing getting a little bit closer to the official lore with how I display them.
0: I don't know i find it fun and it make it makes me put characters together that i wouldn't have put together and i it, it gives the the shelves a lot of splash of color it does that's and, good that's a good point and uh, i just i'm just kind of, i kind of enjoy it and you know the, the good thing about it is they're your toys so nothing's permanent if i decide tomorrow i don't want it that way anymore i just switch it up absolutely well i think that was a good conversation Stephen.
1: um I did want to just leave everybody unless you have anything else for me. Um uh, I mentioned a few times that I, I skipped this past week of mythic conversations. I will be back next week. Um and Are
0: you inviting become... me? Are you inviting me on the show right now? <laughs> Dude,
1: if I don't invite you, Curtis Ackerman is gonna give me so much crap. Every time I talk about I think I'm gonna have a guest tonight. He's like more Stephen, more Stephen, Lord Stephen. Lord Stephen. <laughs> he is Literally waving the banner for Lord Stephen, like you would not believe. <laughs> um, um, actually, Stephen, I did not plan on having a guest only because I've had a guest the last couple weeks. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is because I took this week off, when I come back next week, I'm dropping some bombs. I am just telling everybody right now. This is going to be one of the episodes of Mythic Conversations you are not going to want to miss because I'm going to have something really, really special, really special to me for certain, um, to show everyone. uh, Steven, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to reveal it. You're going to have to tune in. You're going to have to see what it's all about.
0: I will, and I'm pretty sure that the big thing he's going to drop is he's going to tell everybody that I'm going to be on the following week.
1: Oh, what do i do with it you know what you might be able to come
0: on the following
1: week you might be able to do that yeah all right I'm planning out what i'm gonna do and i think you would i you think you would slot nicely in there. oh wow
0: you know yeah well i'll see if i got if i can make it <laughs> <laughs> all right um no that was fun this is a, good, a fun time. I like you said again. I can't really reiterate how excited I'm getting. Things are great. We're going to be seeing so much new. There's so much on the horizon for this toy line, for this this whole thing. If if you you know, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're already on board. But I, I I'm just so glad that I am on board and that I, that I'm here. And and uh, I see people that get frustrated with a little bit of the drama that goes on with with things and, and they let them, they let themselves get down on it and it's like man don't get down because things are there's so much on, in the future of Mythic Legions you don't want to miss it that being said awesome. we're going to end the show we'll see you thanks for tuning in and um, we will see you around the land of Mythos
1: and Cosmerion
0: and Cosmopolitan Bye now.